0: Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 19. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. The topic for today is our photographic influences. Hi everyone, welcome. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. Today's topic is influence, and that is a two-sided coin. There's artists and events and things that influence our photography, There's also the influence that we impress on other photographers. And it's been an interesting little mini journey for me landing on this topic. But first, before we get into influence, I want to ask a question. What has photography given you beyond the photographs? We pour a lot of energy into our photography, lots of time invested, sometimes lots of money too. We obviously get a photo for a result, but what else do you get? What are the things you get beyond the image your pursuit, your passion for photography has brought to you. I asked this question in episode 17, and thanks very much to those that already shared their thoughts. I'd like to hear from more of you. Leave a comment on this episode at stopdownpodcast.com, or if you prefer to keep it private, use the contact form on the website. Onward to our topic of influence. Now this is not going to be a list show, I'm not going to list the five photographers that influenced me most or the ten ways that we can influence other photographers. This is much more a discussion around the the concept of influence, the realization of how influence affects us, how we affect others. And What prompted me to choose this topic is a question I was asked years ago on a workshop. and This question has stuck with me, maybe it even haunted me for a little while. Because I didn't know how to answer it at the time. I was sitting with a group of students, was in Oregon, and one asked me, how do you see yourself fitting into another photographer's journey? Man, that's a thought-provoking question. I didn't really have a good answer at the time. I don't really remember what I said. I just know it wasn't a good answer. It was just something I hadn't spent much time at all thinking about. The topic of influence is certainly involved in the answer. If you are part of another photographer's journey, you're exerting some level of influence. Maybe it's conscious, maybe it's subconscious. As this question has drifted in and out of my mind over the years, the answer, or at least my answer, is not so straightforward. Well, there's part one. There's part of me that is an artist. My photography falls into the category of fine art, as I suspect many of you have that same categorization for your work. I produce images that are, in and of themselves, pleasing to look at. I hope they're pleasing to look at. I photograph the subjects that I like, the subjects that speak to me. I express what I feel like I need to express. portrait photographer, Gregory Heisler, he puts it like this, shoot what you have to shoot. I interpret that as embracing who you are. Don't try to be what you're not. If you like trains, go photograph trains. If you can't help pointing your camera at architecture, then go do that. I'm like that with the ocean. And incidentally, I'm not familiar with Gregory Heisler's work. I'm not a portrait photographer. And at least thus far in my life, I'm not drawn to that genre. So I'm not influenced by Mr. Heisler's work, but I am influenced by his philosophy and very much by that, quote, shoot what you have to shoot. So I make the images that I like. Some of them resonate with people, others don't. And my imagery may influence another photographer. It may inspire their work, it may send them running away. I'm not consciously trying to influence these other photographers, yet my work may do so. As an artist, I have a kind of invisible sphere of influence, and I may not know whom I'm influencing, whom I'm not. How long that lasts, because tastes and styles change, right? A photographer that was once interested in my work may no longer be, my style and approach to photography may change and that can change my invisible relationship with other photographers. I'm actually thinking as a sidebar of the rock band Rush, great band, they went through a lot of changes you know, from the late 70s and early 80s, heavy progressive rock, You know, 2112, permanent waves, moving pictures, they defined the band and then their music shifted. More synthesizers, less guitars their audience changed as well. Some people stayed along for the journey, some people didn't. So an influence can be transitory. Paths cross, they may separate again. So as an artist, I'm exerting this invisible influence. I'm like a way station on someone's photo journey. I'm a stop along the way. How long of a stop? It all depends. Uh, You know, sidebar, from time to time, I'll get emails from photographers saying they like how I teach, but I take too many photos of the ocean. Well, I'll invoke the law of Gregory Heisler, and that's what I am compelled to shoot, and that's okay. Our paths don't cross right now. Our photo journeys don't intersect right now. Maybe down the line, they will. So one way I fit into someone's photo journey is as a way station, as a stop on their path. Now there's this other part of me, part two, the teacher, the educator, that is part of really my my core being, even outside of photography. And so I'm actively trying to foster and nurture learning. For a photographer that I'm teaching and working with, I want a relationship, hopefully a long-lasting one. This podcast is, is a form of this. I genuinely want my students to find their own photographic style, I want to offer advice and guidance, and it comes from a place of truly wanting to help, enabling another to become their own artist. It's the polar opposite of a way station. It's more the role of a shepherd taking an active role in another photographer's journey. And yes, I do recognize the irony, the dichotomy here. The student can become the master and no longer need the teacher and therefore the relationship may end. So how do I see myself fitting into another photographer's journey? As you can see, it gets a little complicated. The takeaway for me is I make myself available. As an artist, I put my work out there. As an educator, I answer questions with honesty and integrity. I try my best to act responsibly, recognizing that what I share or what I say may have a sphere of influence, conscious or subconscious. I also try not to carry expectations that every photographer that follows me and engages with me right now will always do so. Some will, some won't, some will crisscross paths with several times. How do I see myself fitting into another photographer's journey? Part of me is a way station, and part of me is a shepherd. The thoughts I just shared about influence are one point of view, right? Me looking outward and seeing what influence I might have, what influence do I exert? There's another, of course the influence that others have on me. I wrote a good article on blackstar.com, it's by Ellen Fish, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's called Influences Inform Your Photography, but personal style is up to you. And I really like this article. Short read, very very nicely done. Simply put, a photographer is not solely influenced by a single thing. There may be many photographers, many non-photographers, that influence your art, and it's up to you to assemble them into your style. I've already talked about many influences Outside of photographers on this podcast already In less than 20 episodes We've talked about Craig Ferguson, you know, the comedian and, uh, TV show host We've talked about George Harrison, musician We've talked about Bruce Lee, a martial artist Philosopher And Ellen's article is very much in line With episode 13 of this podcast What Bruce Lee taught me about photography If you haven't listened to that one, have a listen We all have many influences However, we're not simply the sum of those influences, we get to add our own style. Another way of viewing influence is thinking of it as a source of inspiration. Another article on Photo Cascadia by Aaron Babnick, again link in the show notes, talked about whether or not we should look at the other work of photographers. Will it influence our work so much that we lose ourselves? Now the article was in the vein of either well-trodden, must-visit places, or common oft-photographed subjects. Should we look at the other work for fear of not creating our own art? And the example in the article is about sand dunes and how photographer Willard Van Dyke influenced Edward Weston with respect to photographing these sand dunes. And reading the article, I think it's more accurate to say that Van Dyke inspired Weston instead of influenced. The two photographers were friends. They did this sand dune work many times. And each iteration sparked new inspiration for what is now a familiar subject. And it's a subject that can still inspire. Also, we all influence other photographers. And yes, I'm talking about you. Your photography has an influence on others. Are you putting your work out? You've got an influence. Have you ever been on a workshop and shared photos with the group? You've had influence. Are you a member of a camera club? Does the camera club share photos? Probably, you've got influence. Are you the family photographer or known at work as the photographer? You've got influence. Whether it's influence through your images or influence over family, friends, colleagues, asking photography fundamentals, photography questions, you exert a photographic influence in the world. And I know I've been influenced and inspired by my students on workshops, by photos shared by the Patreon community. I think every photographer has an influence on other photographers. So believe me when I tell you, you have influence, my friend. Before closing out today's episode, I want to thank the supporters on Patreon. I cannot express my gratitude enough. It is your support that makes this podcast possible. It's helping thousands of other photographers enjoy photography and learn more about our craft. If you're interested in learning more about the Patreon community, check the show notes, and there's also a support the show button on every page of stopdownpodcast.com where you can learn more. That'll wrap up today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please tell a friend, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. And until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Oh, oh,